Hello, welcome back to the podcast. In the last week, I have finished nine full weeks of camp. I am starting to pack to move into a townhouse this week, and I'm just trying to live my life the way I want to live it, the way I desire to live it. So one thing I can say is that over the last few months, I actually learned to stop putting work first, and it's been a huge game changer for me. Do you find that your life revolves around your work, whether it's teaching or if you're in the administration, the administrative work, whatever it is, do you find that that is what your life revolves around? Because that was my life for so many years, and when I changed it, my energy changed, my mental health changed, for the better, by the way. It has been a ride, and I will definitely talk about that in a future podcast episode. But for now, let's get started. Hey there, Adva here. I am so excited to welcome you to the Shaping Little Minds podcast, where we help support and mentor early childhood teachers inside the classroom. This is a place where we dive into classroom management, growth mindset, professional learning, and so much more. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators were supported inside the classroom. I created this platform in order to help teachers feel more confident, supported, and develop a sense of trust in their teaching. Let's make teaching exciting again. You've been listening to my podcast for a while now. You know that I suffer from anxiety. I wouldn't say it's terrible, but it does get in the way. It can affect my day, my mood, my sleep, my eating, etc. That's what Sunday scaries are for me. And I think for for most people, the anxiety of having to go back to work or finishing a project that you should have finished yesterday or a week ago, whatever it is, and anything else that may cause some level of anxiety to creep in. And to be completely honest, I never really experienced Sunday scaries on on this level until I got hired for the camp job. But I learned a lot from my experience, which is why I'm here sharing with you. It's why I launched this podcast in the first place. I wanted to share my knowledge and experiences with other teachers who are going through similar situations or are struggling in the classroom. So I am going to list what I've learned from my experiences. But please note that I don't claim to be an expert in this subject. I am just sharing what worked for me. So first and foremost... Turn off email notifications. If you have your work email on your phone and you continuously see emails popping up, turn that shit off. I can't tell you, I I can't tell you enough to do that. From my past experience, that was the number one reason my anxiety would actually skyrocket. And when I was anxious going into a new week, Getting those email notifications was never good for me. This was the first camp directing experience where I didn't put the email onto my phone, and I did it for a good reason. It helped me to disconnect at the end of the day and make sure I didn't add more anxiety to what I was already dealing with. Number two, make plans with loved ones. This 
always helped me to keep my mind off of the anxiety of having to go to work the next day. I was able to surround myself with the people I love, whether that be my friends, my family. It doesn't matter. It gave me the ability to disconnect for a while and appreciate the time that I had with those people. Number three, move your body. I didn't do this enough this summer, especially over the weekend, but I can tell you from experience that moving your body is a huge part of helping to keep your mental health in check. This was a huge part in keeping my mental health in check when I got anxious. It has been shown through research that any form of exercise actually helps to improve your brain health. Physical activity stimulates brain chemicals that end with you feeling happier, more relaxed, and less anxious. And that's why when people tell you to go move your body if you're feeling anxious, there is a reason for it. There's a science-backed reason for it. So definitely make sure you're moving your body in whatever way feels good to you, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's going to the gym, whatever it is, do it. Next, keep a journal. I have always been one to journal about my feelings. I don't do it often enough anymore, but now that my schedule has become lighter, I want to get into the practice of journaling every single day. But what I do know is that writing out your feelings can be pretty freaking therapeutic. I have dealt with a lot of anxiety and mild depression over the last several years, and journaling became a staple of mine. It helped me to express the emotions I didn't know how to talk about. It helped me celebrate the little things that I would have never paid attention to. And it helped me find the good in all the chaos I was feeling around my life and my career. So journaling can have a tremendous impact on one's mental health and one's anxiety. And last but not least, give yourself the grace that you deserve. To be really, really honest with you, I am my own worst critic. Anyone else be, like, give themselves such a hard time over the littlest things because that's just how I am and it drives me crazy. So when I feel anxious and, I, and then I shut down and I can't get anything done, that's usually when that inner critic comes out. It actually was happening as I was writing this episode. I have a ton of stuff that I need to get done and want to get done, and yet my body wouldn't let me. It was 5.40 p.m., and I had, I had yet to get anything done on my list. I was, I am freaking moving this week, and I haven't started to pack. So this is when my anxiety gets the best of me, and then I shame myself for not getting anything done. And this is where I tell you, learn from me. Give yourself the grace that you need. Let yourself pump the brakes a bit so that you can take care of you and your needs. Not only the long to-do list that's running through your head. And to be honest, as much criticism as I gave myself yesterday, I didn't take out my laptop. I didn't do any work. I just let myself feel what I was feeling and get it out of my system so that today could be more productive. And guess what? It already has been. So as you can see, I am 
far from perfect. I also have days where my Sunday scaries literally get the best of me and I shut down like I did the other day. Today happens to be one of those days where I can finally function, but yesterday was really hard for me. And that's okay. I want you to know that even with these tools, you will have days that feel harder than others. And it is completely normal. I hope you learn to give yourself the grace that you need. I'm slowly learning and slowly getting there in those moments. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is worth it in the end. So let's wrap up. Sunday scaries are hard, but having the right tools can help you navigate those feelings and the anxiety that comes along with it. Turning off any email notifications, making plans with people you love, moving your body, keeping a journal, giving yourself the grace that you need. Do you have any others that could help other teachers? I really would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram at Shaping Little Minds Podcast if you do have any other tools that teachers can use to help with the anxiety of Sunday Scaries. And as always, I love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you could share this episode with your teacher friends, leave a review, or just share the episode on Instagram and tag me, I always love connecting with you. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.